Welcome to the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative. Um, we've had plenty of time spent analyzing stuff, numbers, uh, all sorts of different numbers, um, metrics, as we might call them. So there's there's all sorts of different types, but the one that we want to talk about right now is this idea of a vanity metric, right? So. Um, in that we're going to define a vanity metric as in something that can be easily seen by either the client and or the public right mm -hmm. so the <clears throat> easiest example of this is the like on a post right or the number of shares or the number of comments that type of thing that's what we're defining vanity metrics as right correct okay so the question is should we care about those vanity metrics? Or do they not matter at this point in time? Are they still very important? Because it used to be, right? It used to be you look at a post and you'd say, oh, there's this many likes on it, there's this many shares, this many comments, or whatever, and you'd say, this content must be great. Mm -hmm. um, now, I don't, I don't know if that's 100% true, but at the same time, like it may indicate the quality of the content, but does it indicate the return on investment for whoever is posting that content? Correct. So, so if you look at a post and you see it's got eight thousand likes and a bunch of engagement comments and everything, we went over this a little bit before, where it's like. There's all this filler, a lot of bots, a lot of mm -hmm. paid for likes and follows and comments. I mean, you can literally go and Google it and you'll find pages and pages of buy 5,000 followers today, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And that's kind of why I'm split on it because it is imperative to have a following. Like you need to have somewhat of a following to establish that you are a reputable business. Like if you start up a business fresh, you have eight likes, you know, on your page and none of your content is going anywhere. And even if you put money behind it, you still have to essentially establish that community and that clientele. But if you just buy 5,000 likes and, you know, you're, you're posting to 5,000 bots, essentially, yeah. you're not going to get work out of that. Right. You're not going to get a client out of that. You're not going to get anything out of that other than a vanity metric, which is why I'm split on it because I know that it's important and imperative to have a following in a community, but you can't rely on just the sheer number. Cause I mean, we've had that before where people have told us like, Hey, I reached out because I saw this post and we look back on it and it's got like two likes. Yep. And then you have something that supremely performs and we get nothing from it. Yeah. And that's where I constantly am telling people, our clients and, and potential clients, is that, you know, a vanity metric is is okay to like to follow, but you don't want to put all your stake in that. Mm -hmm. You don't want to sit there and try to think that, 
oh well I have 10,000 likes like I don't have to I don't have to pay for advertising now. I have just all these right. people that follow me. Yeah. I don't have to post as much because, you know, I already have this following. It's like, no, actually, once you get that following, you have to do more to keep them. Yeah. So there's, I think there's it's interesting because, it. like, there's the number of likes or followers on, like, a page or something like that. That's a big one of those vanity metrics. And, and I know, like, I used to care a lot about that. Like, how many followers can we get? How many followers can we get? Um, but I don't as much anymore. Like we've started a, a business recently and like, I couldn't tell you how many followers we have. I don't know. But the conversation we had a week ago was whatever you're doing, keep doing it because we're getting leads in. Mm -hmm. So even if we have 50 followers, which like I'll tell anybody like 50 to a hundred followers, that's just friends and family. Like yep. at that point, anybody can get that many on whatever page. Doesn't matter. You <clears> should be able to do that. But even if we only had that amount, but we're still getting leads in like, great. Obviously, we want it to grow because growth indicates that like the business is growing, we're reaching more people, but it's still a vanity metric that we can't base everything on. We shouldn't take our ad dollars and say, uh, okay, let's spend $500 a month just to grow the number of people that like our page. Like right. that's not going to turn around. But the other thing that I think that is interesting, which is turning these um, vanity metrics even more into vanity metrics is the fact that yesterday alone I had a conversation with somebody who said, hey, I really liked this content that you're putting out here. And I was like, oh, great. That's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And um, just happened today to go look and he hasn't liked or commented on anything. So now you're like, okay, so we're putting content out there and it gets, you know, few likes or few comments or whatever it is that's still a vanity metric because you may be reaching people that just, they just don't do that. They don't, they just scroll and they see and they consume and then they move on. They're not like hitting the like button or being like, this is great, I love it. Yep. It'd be nice if they did give us some instant feedback, but they don't. So I look at that as like, I, it's in my mind, I just call it this as like a pastor, a passerby, right? Like it's a person that sees your thing, likes it, but doesn't actively like it. Yeah. Doesn't actively comment on it. But they see it, they appreciate it, they view it. Like we'll have videos that have thousands of views, but like four engagements on it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. But the thing is, is that how many of those people have viewed it and been like, oh, like they didn't really know what they're doing or the opposite. Like, well, they have no idea or whatever, mm -hmm. but they didn't comment on it. Yeah. And that's the part, that's the missing metric that people don't realize is that just because it doesn't actively have a like or a follow on it, it doesn't mean that somebody doesn't like or want to follow you. Yeah, this is, this is a prime example. I put a post out on LinkedIn, right? It's only got 58 likes and six comments, reached 3,800 people. But I have two messages in the inbox saying, hey, I wanna connect with you. I wanna talk about you guys handling our social. So, and you did 58 likes people are gonna be like oh you only have 58 likes like whatever but this is it's not even a call to action nope it's it's just a quality post that got some engagement and caused two people to say i want to work with that company that's the part that people miss is that you literally just have to be there and have information and educate somebody that's wanting that information and be like oh they really know what they're doing it's as simple as that i mean we've you've interviewed Chris Doe, like 
wants to educate people and like really, really like reach a lot of people and just help them understand that like, you know, know your worth and understand that like, you're not gonna work with everybody and all that, but it's kind of in that same aspect. Like you can put out content and you're not always gonna hit the metrics that you want, but you should be optimizing your content based on leads and actual work to grow your business or brand versus the metric of likes. Because it's like, as a photographer, I can tell you right now, I can't tell you how many memes that I've seen where it's like, man, all these exposure, all this exposure is just (laughs) paying all my groceries and bills. It's just so great. Like so many people will do that. Like, well, I don't want to pay you for your craft, but I do want you to still do it. And you know, I'll share it and like, you'll get exposure. It's like, that's not how it works. It's like, when I got to get a paycheck. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that's doing some form of work, a creative, a task, anything like that, that's for you, you have to pay for it. Like if you just do something built on exposure, like I think there's a little bit of a misnomer there with uh, Gary Vee, like he'll say like, you know, send 10,000 emails in a year to all your favorite brands and, and send them work that you wanna do and all that. But I think that the part that people miss about that is that again with the vanity metric is like you're dashing out all this stuff to all these different brands and hopes to work with them and out of 10,000 emails maybe 9,500 of them don't even open it yeah but the other 500 that did open it and like have the potential to work with you eventually you're not going to know that unless you send a read receipt whatever but mm-hmm. it you won't know that like they could just open it up and then delete it it's the same thing for content. Like somebody could pass that by on a timeline and be like, oh wow, like I constantly see their stuff and they're doing really great. Like I, maybe I should like up my brand and like really work with them and do this and that. And then a month later, they finally reach out to us on the yeah. phone. And that's the part also that people need to realize is that when you are multifaceted, you know, email, phone, website, social media, all these things, how many times are you counting a lead just from the phone when in reality they s- saw you on social for f- six months Yeah, and then finally called you? Right. We've had that happen so many times. And whether it's on social, being part of a networking group, um, whatever form of marketing, that consistency becomes more powerful and then Right. I mean, like we've had times where it's been 18 months, right, of just like being part of this group or or doing this type of thing. And then we get a return and the ROI is fine. Like, it's fine. I'll spend that 18 months to wait for that ROI because, you know, I may have spent in 18 months, let's say it's $1,800, but then I got a $10,000 job. Like, I'll do that. Like, that's fine. You're establishing Uh, roots. But you're all, yeah, you're building a baseline and, and, creating momentum so that like as your company grows in 10 years you're going to have like just just that core that's really working for you mm-hmm. and not just like constantly trying to spin your wheels on like i need more likes and i need more comments and all of this type of stuff it's just build that brand using the social media content and then pay attention to actual metrics that mean something to you like in like how many people are messaging you and saying hey i want to work with your brand or whatever those are the types of metrics that we want to care about vanity metrics can 
lead to that in certain scenarios, right? They can help a little bit with brand strength or like as somebody's coming and checking you out and they see, oh, you've got 1500 followers on your Facebook page for this small business. That's better than the small business that has 12. It's There's like a little a, more trust. It's a buy-in. Yeah, it's a little point. bit, a little bit more trust, a little bit more buy-in on like, okay, so there's they got a little bit of a backing here. It's a little bit more established, but at the same time, if they came to you and you had 50 followers and they said, hey, I want to buy this product or I want to buy your service, who cares if you had 1,500 or 50? All right. At the end of the day, the leads the all the like matters. I want the lead, right? Yeah. I want the customer. I don't really care as much about 1500 or 15,000 or 150,000, however many it is. But I just want to know, like, what are the things that we can do, the metrics that we should be measuring so that we can get our business to grow?